Welcome to the Black Music Scholar Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Phillip Johnson. Thank you for coming back once again. Let's get this thing started. Welcome back for another week of Black Music Scholar. I've been catching up with people on the phone, on the internet, and everywhere. People have been texting me that they saw, listened to my first podcast, and were congratulating me. Well, thank you for listening. Keep coming back. It works. Those of you from the community recognize that with your coffee drinking selves. If you don't know what I'm talking about, let it go. I called a friend of mine in church music. Oh, we go back 40 years. Just call him to check and see what he was doing. Now this guy has got more church jobs than anybody I've ever met. He told me on the phone that he does four to six funerals a week. I can't imagine. He said he's very much in love with that ministry. Can you imagine four to six funerals a week? At any rate, he told me I wouldn't believe what he'd been through since I spoke to him last. It was true. He had gotten a divorce and was now living by himself and had been diagnosed with prostate cancer and had had surgery and was now at home recuperating. And I thought, hmm, I guess when that happens to you, everything else gets thrown out the window. Sometimes we take stuff so seriously, you know, like doing church service or whatever we have to do. When you don't have your health, you realize what's most important. And that is your health. That is your ability to be on this earth. So I wish the best speedy recovery at all possible for my dear friend. Over this past week, um, I learned that, you know, some things change, but some things don't. I got an update on one of my friends from back in the day a drummer who'd gotten put who's gotten uh put in jail on the three strikes law meaning it was his third offense so he automatically got 25 years and he'd just recently gotten out and another dear friend of mine who was telling me about it you know he wants me to call him and I was thinking yikes what in the world would we have to talk about? He said, well, you know what? 
he's the same old person that you remember. And I thought, wow, some things change, but some things remain the same. I, I wish him the best of luck. He's got another chance at freedom. And I hope that the thing that got him put in there the first time doesn't get him put back in there again. We hope that some things do change. So the best of luck to my dear drummer friend from high school. Oh, share with you, you know, I got new opportunities presenting themselves for ministry and um, I'm contemplating them. You know, new opportunities always come and go. I get less excited about them as I get older. Try to remain, you know, just generally unimpressed by most things. I'm in the midst of working on my commissions that I shared with you last time. I have three major commissions and a book that I'm supposed to be writing. And I've stalled here in the past week with my own health and my stomach feeling funny and what have you. And even when I woke up this weekend, early Sunday morning, I had my weekly doubt. Like, should I be doing this? It's too early to be getting up. Getting up this early on a Sunday. I'm tired of getting up this early on a Sunday morning. You know, why am I even doing this? Oh, oh. That's, that's my weekly doubt. You know, if you listen hard enough, you'll notice that these thoughts aren't real. They happen almost in repetition. You could kind of find, feel them coming if you're looking hard enough. You'll notice that they keep coming back repeating themselves. If you don't react to them, they just go away. Sometimes we get caught up in our thoughts. Sometimes we think they're actually real things. But if you listen long enough to the negativity, negativity in your head, they fade away. So try it. Next time that all too recognizable doubt pops up in your head, don't react to it. Don't, you know, don't say, here we go again, or believe in it, letting it get you down. Just let it be and watch it just float away. Oh, don't worry, it'll be back again. But just remember, just because you think it, don't make it real. I listen to this guy named Sad Guru sometimes, and he says, you know what? Fear is nothing more than an overactive imagination. So if you wanna, if you wanna think up something, try comedy. Why is it always gotta be a horror movie? Always worried about what's gonna happen, what could happen. Why's it gotta always be so negative? If you don't think up stuff, think up something as a comedy. How about instead of, oh, this bill isn't gonna get paid? Maybe 
you're changing it. Oh, this bill is turned into a a muskrat. Oh, and it just ran up a tree. Oh, oh. thoughts are powerful things. We do have control over them. Now, on to church. This is what happened. This beautiful Pentecost Sunday. In the last episode, I talked about my message to cantors were, don't butcher these lyrics that's coming up on these Pentecostal readings. I knew what it was. Pamphylia. All these ancient cities that these people came from yet could understand each other. And they all were speaking different languages because the Spirit of God made it possible. So I said, lectors, prepare these readings. Don't go up there butchering them. So, Sunday morning, the dear old lector got up and walked to the lectern, clutching her cane and began reading. And she began butchering those city names. And I thought, didn't I say that on the podcast? Don't get up here butchering the names of these places. She finished the reading and went and sat in the pew as after she finished. I began to sing the sequence. And just about at the end of the sequence, suddenly you hear this sound. <gasps> the elderly lector had passed out in the pew. People rushed over to her. It was after I sang the sequence. People were standing around her and mass had come to an abrupt stop. The pastor had walked down from the altar, walked to them, looked, walked out the front of the church doors. I would imagine to have someone call the paramedics. This poor woman was laying there and I was on the piano playing background music, thinking, should I keep playing? Like, what music is appropriate in this situation? I was in a minor key. I was like, let me change it to major because I don't, if I play major, it might make the situation better, happier. I was playing through some I thought was non-distractive improvisations. And I settled in on Precious Lord for a while and on to something else. After it was done, one of my staff singers came up to me and said, Doc, why would you play Precious Lord? You want to lead that poor old woman home. She may not want to be led to the light. I said, you are, you, are, you are silly. But at any rate, I thought, hmm, music. I said, you guys, what do you think? Should I have stopped playing when all this was going on? When the paramedics showed up, it was six paramedics and a gurney and paddles as I played 
Rejoice and be glad, blessed are you. Playing that instrumental music. They, I asked them, you think I should have stopped playing? They were like, no, Doc. That would have made it all worse if you would have stopped playing. As the rest of the people in the congregation sat there. It had to been 15, 20 minutes. I just played on and I was thanking God for music. On another note, had a singer come up, she wanted to sing. And this, uh, she did, but this person is mentally challenged and she was on one this day. And we sang and she proceeded to sing into her bass voice. And we were looking like, what in the world? And she's singing super loud. I had to get her attention. Hey, back off the mic, back off the mic. So that being said, she came up to me after the Saturday mass and was talking crazy. And, uh, you know, the staff warned me Sunday morning early before I got there to let me know she's back again. She's looking for you. And I was like, oh my God. Well, she sang the eight o'clock mass with us. After I got through the end of Joyful Joyful, it's like, uh, lead us to the joy divine. She said, <laughs> really loud in the mic. And we all looked at each other like, this is not like a Red Robin commercial. I said, Red Robin. She's like, mm. <laughs> I said, you got, I thought I was stupid. Anyway, so Pentecost, it's a wonderful celebration of the Spirit of the Lord coming together to give us peace and to make us one. The Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity. Thus says the wisdom of God, the Lord possessed me, the beginning of his ways, the forerunner of his prodigies of long ago. From of old I was poured forth at the first before the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth where there were no fountains or springs of water. Before the mountains were settled into place, before the hills I was brought forth. While as yet the earth and fields were not made, nor the first clods of the world. When the Lord established the seas, I was there. When he marked out the vault over the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when he fixed fast the foundations of the earth, when he set for the sea its limits, so that the waters should not transgress his command, then was I beside him as his craftsman. And I was his delight day by day, playing for him all the while, playing on the surface of the earth, and I found delight in the human race. That's the reading, first reading, Proverbs 8, verses 22 through 31.
God, how wonderful your name, how wonderful your name in all the earth. Oh Lord, our God, how wonderful your name, how wonderful your name in all the earth. When I behold your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you set in place. What is man that you should be mindful of him, or the son of man that you should care for him? O oh Lord, made him a little less than the angels, and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him rule, rule over the works of your hands, putting all things under his feet. Oh, sheep and oxen, yes, and the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fishes of the sea, and whatever swims the paths of the sea. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name, how wonderful your name in all the earth. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name, how wonderful your name in all the A reading from Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Brothers and sisters, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace in which we stand, and we boast in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we even boast of our afflictions, knowing that affliction produces endurance and endurance, proven character and proven character, hope and hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit.
Reading from John chapter 16, verses 12 through 15. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. This is dedicated to the 50 people who were gunned down at the Catholic Church in southwestern Nigeria. May God send His Spirit and renew the face of the earth.
Well, that's the show for today. As we prepare to celebrate Mass this Sunday, let us just be the change in the world that we want to see. We keep praying for this world that we can find a way to live in peace. I'll see y'all next time on the Black Music Scholar Podcast. Thank you for coming to the Black Music Scholar Podcast with your host, Dr. Kevin Phillip Johnson. Until next time, keep the faith.